Well, hello, I'm Cathy Beer from Pets for Life, and today's podcast is all about back problems in pets. I'll be speaking with Dr. Georgina Child, who was a specialist veterinary neurologist at the Small Animal Specialist Hospital, also known as SASH in Sydney. Welcome back, Georgina. Uh, last time we spoke about seizures, and this time it's about back pain. Yes, thanks, Cathy. <laughs> um, look, I've had back pain and it's not fun. So what's it like for our pets? Well, interestingly, back problems in, in dogs can be very like back problems in people. Um, and all of the same signs of, of, of pain and reluctance to do some activities are, are, are typical of some of the back problems that we see. And the most common cause of back problems is disc-related, so associated with degeneration of the, the discs that sit between the, the vertebra that make up the spinal column. There are two types of, of, of disc problems, some that are associated with breed-associated tendencies to degenerate discs, um, and they are the back problems that we see commonly in dachshunds and, and long-backed dogs, so mm-hmm. short-legged, long-backed dogs. And they can have a sudden rupture of a disc that can cause catastrophic neurologic problems, especially in the, in the pelvic limbs, so acute paralysis. Other dogs, dogs of any breed, can get degenerative changes in their discs associated with age and degeneration just associated probably with wear and tear but maybe some genetic factors and those back problems tend to be more slowly progressive over time. What could dog owners do to kind of help prevent back problems from developing? I think certainly there are some some breed associations and and if people have a dog of a breed that has a known tendency to develop a, a disc problem, be aware of those problems. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for any animal, the, the most important thing would be weight management. So making sure that an animal is kept at an ideal body weight, that mm-hmm. they're fed a good quality diet, that they do regular exercise, that very strenuous exercise or exercises that involve a lot of um, exaggerated movements, you know, may not be the best thing for in the long term. So jumping um, off the lounge? <laughs> jumping off. I'm thinking more of, you know, running and jumping and frisbee chasing for, yeah. for some of our really active dogs. Um, for our little long back short leg dogs, yes. You know, yeah. jumping on and off furniture and running up and down big flights of stairs may not be the best thing. Um, so, you know, I think it, it is a bit about risk management, but in all honesty, there is not a lot that we can do to absolutely, you know, eliminate the possibility of a disc problem um, just with exercise management. Weight management really is 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 the most important. Okay, and what other breeds? Talked about dash hounds. Um, what other breeds do you think could potentially? 
I would of the dogs that are more prone to acute or sudden disc ruptures, um, which, as I said, are, are in the veterinary world much more serious because they they can cause catastrophic damage to the spinal cord mm-hmm. and and do require you know attention very quickly. Any of what we call the chondrodystrophoid breeds, so mm, Dachshunds, Pekingese, uh, Shih Tzus, Basset Hounds, Corgis, and and some dogs that we don't typically think of of chondrodystrophoids, but do have that tendency, and that would include Beagles, Cocker Spaniels, um, and and interestingly some brachycephalic or, or flat-faced cats. So they're, they're breeds that we know have an increased incidence of what we call acute disc extrusions. Oh, so cats, you know, with the more uh, squashing face type cats, are you talking about? Yes, or? yes so, so Persian type cats. Oh, I wonder why that is. Um don't know. What the link is. Yeah, <laughs> what the, the link, the link. Is. But, you know, as I said, but any dog, any dog of any breed, and, and we do see disc problems generally more chronic, uh, you know, what I would, in terms of chronic, being more long-standing disc problems and that can cause problems in the in the hind limbs or problems in the neck specifically because um, mm. we're talking about back problems here, but the same thing applies to the neck. Um, we do see those kind of disc problems often in large breed dogs. So mm-hmm. Dobermans, Weimaranas, Labradors. Um, so it's not, although we, although sometimes we, we tend to think of disc problems as a little dog problem, it's mm. very much a, an all dog problem. How can you treat um, back pain? I assume it's with either you know, painkillers or potentially surgery. Yes, back pain certainly. Back pain alone is is can be managed with with anti-inflammatory drugs, with non-steroidal drugs being most commonly used, mm-hmm. and and also exercise restriction and and diet management, as we talked about before. And sometimes physiotherapy type exercises will help as well. For any animal, though, that's got any kind of weakness or other neurologic problem that is more serious and and I would certainly recommend you know evaluation because surgery certainly is a consideration for animals that have significant neurologic mm. abnormality what should people do if they sort of see their you know their dog or their cat that's showing you know showing signs of back pain back pain is a serious medical problem and Mm. any animal that's showing signs of back pain should be taken to a vet. We've talked a lot about disc disease but there are Mm. other causes of back pain too and that would Mm -hmm. include um, traumatic injuries to the vertebra, sometimes cancer, sometimes infection or, or, or meningitis. They're much less common causes but they are important. So any animal with back pain needs to be evaluated and any animal with back pain needs to be confined so that they're not continuing to do things that would exacerbate mm. a problem before they're assessed. Um, that I think that is the key. And 
I think veterinarians are at best um, advisors in terms of then what might be indicated, whether it be whether it be just rest and time, or whether it be analgesics, or whether it would be um, more diagnostic tests, or or even referral on to be assessed for something more serious. Mm. And I guess that we're talking about the signs of back pain. It's um, would it be like um, the animals sort of hunched over or yelping? Are they the sort of yes. things that yes. people should look an, out for? An abnormal posture. So so being hunched, being unwilling to move about, crying out when they move, mm -hmm. or more seriously, any inability to move. So any signs of weakness or inability to to get up from a mm -hmm. lying or sitting position. Right. So any sign that the animal is unhappy um, and not wanting to, you know, the, do the things that it normally would do. Mm hmm Sometimes okay. back pain can seem like abdominal pain. So mm. it, it generally an unhappy animal is a sign that, that could be associated with back pain. Thanks, Georgina. Um, so we've got to Dr. Georgina Child from um, the Small Animal Specialist Hospital. Um, thank you for joining me on the Pets for Life podcast and sharing your expert knowledge, particularly about back pain today. It's a pleasure.